0: Well, if there are any four-year-olds through fourth graders, you are dismissed to uh, children's church at this time, and um, I hope that you already had a great Christmas this morning, and uh, you were probably up at 3 a.m. Right? So um, we are continuing uh, in a series that we started at the beginning of the month uh, that is simply entitled uh, "He Will Be Called." He will be called, and uh, what we've established so far, you've heard the verse. Uh, read a few times already <clears throat> that uh, uh, Jesus will be called Wonderful Counselor. We talked about that, that God can counsel us, uh, that he is an um, everlasting father. Uh, he's a good father. He's a mighty God. He's a mighty God. And today we're going to talk about the fact that he is a prince, prince of peace. And uh, which is interesting because uh, I think that we would all agree uh, that there are times in our life that seem sort of chaotic. And uh, do you have something in your life that uh, you wish was different? Do you have something in your life that you wish was different? Uh, Maybe you think about uh, the loss of a loved one. Maybe you think about um, uh, sort of uh, uh, the chaos of the holidays. Uh, Maybe you think that uh, your finances or the job that you have or something like that, uh, you wish that could be different. You wish that uh, you had more peace in your life and that things could be different. And um, the Bible has the audacity to make this claim. Remember, Isaiah wrote this 700 years before Jesus was born. It says, for to us, a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But here's what we know. Life can be chaotic. Life can be chaotic uh, last night, I was uh, telling um, you guys that uh, coming home uh, uh, from uh, being in the Des Moines area with my uh, my kids, uh, there were about fifty cars that were piled up in the uh, uh, along the interstate uh, along that thing and and for all of those people, life was getting very very chaotic and life can be chaotic and um, and the Bible says that uh, Jesus is going to arrive, but he 's going to be. The prince of peace. How can there be chaos if there is a prince of peace? How can there be chaos and trouble if God has sent someone to be the cure for all of that and and give us peace? In fact, uh, the Bible doubles down on this when the announcement of Jesus is made. And uh, he's absolutely going to be the one of peace. Luke chapter 2 verse 10 through 14 says, But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all of the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. It says, this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels and praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men. On whom his favor rests. We're supposed to have this peace. Where does this peace come from when life gets hard? Where does this peace? How do we obtain get this peace? And and uh, and there was nothing peaceful about the arrival of Jesus, was there? Uh, can you imagine, ladies, being uh, eight, nine months pregnant and uh, having to go on a, a nearly one hundred mile donkey ride? <laughs> uh, and you know, the census is going to be taken. So uh, Joseph <laughs> looks at Mary and says, "Well, uh, uh, hop on. We got to go to. We got to go to the hometown and get the census taken. And uh, nothing peaceful about that." And then, you, and then she has a, a Jesus, and a, all of a sudden the the whole uh, the community is astir because they discover that uh, King Herod has decided that every single baby that is under the age of two years old is going to be killed, and so you know sends out the uh, uh, all of the Roman guard to go house to house, door to door, to slaughter the children, and nothing, nothing, nothing peaceful about that. Uh, yet it makes his claim. That uh, Jesus is going to be the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace. So, how can there be all of this chaos and this peace? They don't seem to uh, meld well together, do they? They don't seem to go together. But sure enough, um, where is the peace? And um, we know what it is to experience chaos in our lives, and um, uh, we know what the community looks like when it is experiencing uh, chaos. Marriages and finances and uh, divorce and uh, raising kids can be really hard and chaotic. And and where's all of this peace? Where's all this peace that's supposed to come from? Well, I think in order to understand where the peace comes from, we really need to understand the Hebrew language a little bit better. And we need to understand uh, when we are offered up that we are going to experience a Prince of Peace We do well to really understand what does that mean. So let's pray. Uh, Dear God, you're clear in what this means. Uh, We are not. So we need your help. Father, I ask that you would teach us and help us to pull in close to you So that we can truly experience a peace that comes from you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So we've said before, Isaiah is the guy that writes this passage of scripture inspired by God. And he is the one that is writing inspired by God that God is going to send the Savior. Uh, he was, uh, earlier in the text, he calls him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And God's simply saying, I'm going to come and bail you guys out. And, uh, and so Jesus arrives, the Son of God, uh, is mighty, he's powerful, he's a counselor. This, uh, this idea of Prince of Peace. So he's writing in Hebrew. And uh, this idea of Prince of Peace comes from two uh, Hebrew words. And the the Hebrew words are sar shalom, sar shalom. And so in order to understand prince of peace or sar shalom, uh, we do well to understand uh, sar. What does sar mean? It'll be right here on your screen. And sar is this. Sar is the one in charge. Sar means captain or can be translated chief or general. In fact, the Romans, you've heard uh, Caesar, and so the Romans took the Tsar and they turned it into Tsar, and then they put the Caesar part on there, and Caesar is where that uh, Caesar, you know, hail Caesar. And that's where that comes from. It's from the Hebrew uh, sar, sar Shalom. And so what does Shalom mean? You've heard Shalom. It means peace. It means rest. It means tranquility. It means wholeness. It means uh, completeness. And so when Isaiah, inspired by God, communicates to all of us that God would be sending and he would be known, and Jesus would be known as Sar Shalom, what that means is the Lord of rest, or the captain of tranquility, or the chief of contentment. But what's interesting about all of those words, uh, Sar and charge, or captain or chief or general what, who, when you're on the ship, who's the captain? Who has more authority on the ship than the captain? No one does. Everyone, when you get on, in fact, you know, you've heard uh, permission to come aboard, sir. Uh, you don't even get on the ship unless the captain says you get on the ship. And the entire time that you are on the ship, you are under the captain's authority. Who's the chief? You think of uh, maybe you think of uh, the cowboys and Indians. You think of Indians. Who's the chief? The chief is the one that's in charge. The chief, uh, he 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 says, you can or you can't. He's he's in charge, and literally that's what it means: is the one in charge. He's the captain. He's the chief. Which begs the question: What's our role up against the chief? That's a good question. Question: Are you Experiencing peace. Question. Are you living under the authority of Sar Shalom? Um, next Sunday, a whole new year. 2022. 2023, baby, right? Whole new year. Here's a good question. Thinking forward, will you be able to live Under Sar Shalom better next year than you did this year. And really what that requires is surrendering yourself more to the Prince of Peace. Surrendering to him. Living under his authority. Often uh, we play a game and uh, we kind of play this game that... um, I want the tranquility and the peace and the contentment of God but I want to live any way I want to live and we do that and uh, we say we'd sure like you to come to church will you be at church more Uh, you know we're so busy and my kids are involved with all of these things that take us away from church but uh, do you want the tranquility and the peace of God well I absolutely want all of that but you know God says well Pull some, put some reins on your finances and spend responsibility responsibly and, but it's more fun to just buy whatever you want and go into debt and acquire and accumulate things because if I'm paying attention to television uh, that's how I really get contentment and peace as I spend however I want to spend I spend however I spend but that gives me heartache and heartbreak and, but I want the tranquility and the peace and those things from God and so we play this game where I'm going to live my life the way I want to live my life, but I want to experience all of the blessings that come from God. And sometimes we mistreat people and wonder why we have chaos in our life. Sometimes we don't forgive and wonder why we don't have contentment in our life. And sometimes we we just write out don't live under sar Shalom. And then we experience no peace. And we wonder why. Well, because when God said, I'm sending my son, I'm sending the one that we need to be under, under his authority. Not my will be done, but thy, thy, your will be done in my life. And so what happens is, is that we find ourselves sort of in this sway in life. Because we are either under the lordship of Christ and we are submissive to the captain or we are submissive to the chief or what's it called when you're in rebellion on the ship? Mutiny. Mutiny. You're being mutinous. When There's consequentness, consequences, right? And um, uh, when, when your commanding officer uh, says you need to do this He's on the captain. I'm telling you to, to do this, and you don't uh, do it. Uh, you know, you're, you're going AWOL, right? You're, uh, you're absent from where you're supposed to be. And, and so we find ourselves uh, w- with a lack of contentment because we're really not under the Lordship of Christ. And we're, and we're it's a battle that goes on. That's, that's why uh, uh, 22, right? Uh, who's ready to get rid of stuff at 22? And then we can look to 23 and we can say, you know what? Um, this week, I just really want to be kind of rolling around in my mind what areas in my life do I need to be taking away from Steve and putting under the Lordship of Christ because I want more peace that comes from the only one that can give a peace that will surpass my understanding. I need to not be in rebellion against God, but I need to be under his authority, giving my life to Christ. That's the only way to have peace. It doesn't make sense. Because I know when I do exactly what I want to do, that's the way I'm happy, right? But I need to give myself to Christ. So what's all that mean? Write this down in your bulletin. He is the peace that comforts you. He is the peace that comforts you. John chapter 14, verse 27 says this. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Jesus said that. My peace I give you. He says I do not give in the way as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Sometimes I'm troubled. Sometimes I'm afraid. But God says I want to give you my peace. How do you give someone your peace? How do you give someone your peace? I had that experience a few times. Um, uh, this past summer, uh, I was sitting at my desk, and I was typing away. And I was writing the greatest sermon that had ever been preached, ever. And uh, I left the room and I came back and my screen was blank and the computer was dead. It was absolutely dead. So I've never ever been able to recover that, and so I'll never preach the. Best. I had one going, but the computer crashed, and it's gone. Uh, but literally, the computer crashed. I literally, I left my office. I came back into my office, and it was dead, gone. You know, the the computer was, and uh, and I was panicky. You know, it's kind of like, oh man, I've got a lot of stuff on there that I'd really like to have. And it was absolutely gone. And so I made a few phone calls. And they said, well, go down there on on, um, uh, Highway 84 and uh, right next to Subway down there. And there's this little place. And uh, Bob works there. And it's the PC doctor. You know, you go down and see the the PC guy, right? And so I I called him up. says, yeah, bring the tower down. So I unplug everything, take the tower down there. and He hooks it all and says, yep, it's dead. (laughs) And, And he says, but he says, I might be able to retrieve some things on there. Let's take a look at it. And uh, he says, what I can do for you is I can set up your computer in a way uh, that uh, we'll put in a solid state drive in there. And then we'll also put up a traditional drive in there. And these two will talk to each other and it'll just continually be backing up everything. So you'll never, ever lose anything, you know, again, because we'll have it all uh, set up there. And he was saying, uh, I've seen this uh, before. I understand this thing. And, and uh, he says, just looking at you, Steve, you don't know nothing about computers. I'm like, you're right. And, uh, and, and so essentially what he was saying is my piece I give you, right? And I told you before, uh, this, uh, this you know, a couple months ago, uh, my wife's transmission goes out, and we call up the Nissan place, and they say, uh, uh, you know, we're not sure if we can work on that. It's an infinity. I call up the infinity dealer, and they say, oh yeah, we've seen this problem many, many times, right? As, and so one place I call, and they're supposed to know, and they know peace. The other place I call and say, yeah, we've seen this, we can do this, we have the parts, we can da da da, da. Essentially, they were saying, my peace, I give you. Um, I, I told you a little, a little bit ago. I said, um, uh, you know, it's going to be getting cold. And so I called up the, the furnace people down here at Young's. I said, you know, I want you to come and do a, a checkout. And the guy came, and he's got the little tester. And, yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but he looks good, right? He's got the, he's got the electrical tester, so he's got to be testing something. And, you know, and he, gets a, he brings in this uh, can of compressed air. He's blowing it all out of there and everything. And, and then, uh, I don't know, but he when he leaves, he says, yep, looks good. Think you're going to be fine. Said, oh. What was he saying? My peace I give you. My peace I give you. Well, isn't it interesting that Isaiah's writing and he wants, there's something he wants us to know before he says uh, he is the Prince of Peace and that you need to be under his authority to receive what he wants you to have. But first he said, you need to know he's a mighty God. Mighty God. So you think you have a computer problem? There's no problem that God doesn't understand better than you do. There's no relational, emotional problem that he doesn't understand better than you. There's no physical condition that he doesn't understand better than you. There's isn't any area of your life that he doesn't know better than you do, and he says, my peace I give you if you will be under my authority. I'll give you my peace. It's gonna be okay. I've got this. I'm God. You're not. Come to me. Surrender to me. I give you my peace. Jesus said, my peace I give you. He is a mighty God. So if you are not experiencing peace, maybe the question is, are you under his authority? That's the only place of peace, is under his authority. That's a hard place to be. That means I gotta I gotta surrender to him. I gotta relax in him. I have to trust him. Yeah, but you don't understand. Right? He doesn't understand? Why why how do I even feel that way? But I do. And so I want to be under his authority. This is what Philippians chapter four says. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, it transcends all of my understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We do well to humble ourselves and say, God you're right, help me live for you. Then, write this down. Number two, he is the peace that brings salvation. Romans chapter 1 verse 5 says, since we have been justified through faith, we were talking about that in Sunday school a few weeks ago, justified. Uh, Justification, that's a one-time act. God says, you're in. Sanctification is this idea of it's an ongoing process of uh, that fight between trying to live under his will and trying to exercise my own will. That's being sanctified, is continually trying to move more parts of my life underneath the lordship of Christ. But he says, you're justified, you're in. He says, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have peace with God? Ephesians chapter 2 says this. It says, now in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. Verse 14 says, for he himself is our peace. So in conclusion, church family, we do well to give our lives to Christ. And then we can experience a peace that will be beyond our ability to understand. So, church family, look around the room. Know most of you. We know Jesus. We live for Jesus. The challenge is, as we move into a new year, as there's some part of you that you know You just need to tuck this more under the wing of Christ and deal with that. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, it's the only path to peace, to make him king, to make him Lord. If you've never been baptized into Christ, I would want to encourage you, give your life to Jesus. You are the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Father, we need your help. Draw us near to you. We ask it in Christ's name.